Chubb's kind of like that floater in any situation where no matter what, he's always going to be a top guy. But I would say this. I would rather have no eyes and be stranded on a, an, a, a deserted island somewhere with no food and no legs than draft David Njoku. That's your opinion. Go for it. That's just that's just what I feel. You just Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first official episode of the Fantasy Buds podcast. I am your host, Brian Gold. I am Tim Stewart. And then I'm Mark. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> You know, man, it, it didn't even take is, you 10 seconds to make fun of me. It is it is Saturday, July 9th, 2022, and uh, we are going to talk some fantasy. Um, we all met through high school, and we started a league together that we're still doing to this day. We're approaching, this is our 10-year anniversary, showing up for one league, and we've all won championships in that league. So. I'm just rambling on if you two want to you know, add to that. You know, it's pretty amazing how we're going on 10 years in the same league, you know, with pretty much the same group of guys. I mean, we've added some teams, obviously, but, you know, we have the same, pretty much the same core, you know. And, I mean, the fact that, like, you know, we've all been able to win the title to have all that success, so, you know, it's pretty awesome. So it's fun, you know, just, like, to have that time where you get together every year, you know, and like, we're all older now, you know, like, we don't see each other at all, so get together we see each other we have fun we laugh we make fun of each other yeah it's, it's always a great time and the draft is so much fun and it's not even like it's one of those leagues where you just sit there and mess around the entire time pretty much everybody who's in the league knows what they're doing oh yeah you can't mess around and it's one of those that. leagues where if you mess around you're not even gonna can't sniff playoffs so you gotta be smart with what you're doing there's no fucking around in the free agency league without a doubt especially now at 14 teams i hate that shit let me tell you i <laughs> hate Torture. F- it is absolute fucking torture. I mean, I missed the fucking playoffs for four straight years. I, 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 I get it. Luckily, I won it this year. Yeah, you so. fucking, you had your, uh, your uh, victory lap this year. minutes of fame. So, anyway, uh, we're from the Philadelphia area. New Jersey, but... To others, we say Philadelphia. Yeah, area. we just say Philadelphia to sound. You just cool, say Philadelphia to say to sound cool, but it's honestly South Jersey. That's yeah. the truth. But we are anyway, Philadelphia teams, and we are huge Eagles fans. So for today's podcast, we are going to dive into some Eagles players for fantasy, and uh, we'll give our opinions and some stats on them, and you know, we'll get to our thing. I am going to start on. A quarterback who has only played 19 career games and has finished as the QB1 in 11 of them. It is his third season going into his second year in the offense as a starter. I'm talking about Jalen Hurts, who could potentially be the quarterback one this year in fantasy. He's bold. He could be. I, I like it. And that's not a biased opinion. Maybe a little bit, but I'll give you some numbers about him. He only threw, well, he threw 16 passing touchdowns last year, and he was the QB9. And 
just adding A.J. Brown with also the number one offensive line ranked by Pro Football Focus, he's going to improve as a passer. I hope so. It's going to be his second year under Shane Steichen, and hopefully he makes improvements. Shane Steichen worked with Justin Herbert in 2020. So I'm hoping... They were sixth in passing yards that year, too. They were. Under Shane Steichen. Now, I get it. Jalen Hurts is not Justin Herbert, but, you know, even going to 10th in passing yards or even 12th, I mean, the Eagles were, what, 25th in passing last year? You know, so, I mean, even a jump like that, you know, would mean insane improvements for Jalen Hurts. I feel like you also got to remember, too, a lot of them weren't really on, a lot of them weren't even really on Jalen Hurts. I mean, how many times when we were watching the games did we see Dallas Goddard or somebody drop a wide-open touchdown? Yeah, Goddard does yeah. have some like, drop issues. There was, I think Dallas Goddard dropped a total of, if I remember correctly, I think it was like four touchdowns last year. Two of them would have been game-winning. Oh, uh, I definitely remember and that's, one. that's um, one of the things you have to take into account, too. But it really does come down to if Jalen Hurts can learn not even to just, you know, be an exceptional quarterback. If he can just throw, like, Kirk Cousins. You know, he's a QB. You throw in there. He's accurate. He doesn't throw a ton of picks. He's not going to get you 30 touchdowns. But if he can just throw like that, I mean... With the sixteen or with the ten rushing touchdowns he had last year, he's going to be up there. He'll definitely be top I, five without a doubt. I will say I don't think he will have ten rushing touchdowns in back to back seasons. I think that's not that that number is going to go down, but the passing true should go up based on what he's absolutely. I will say from the season he had in twenty twenty one, only six quarterbacks had a better rushing season than Jalen Hurts, and that is the likes of Lamar Jackson, Michael Vick, Bobby Douglas. I have no idea who the fuck that is. He played for the Bears, but... That had to be one of those uh, he was, he was up, quarterback. He was up there. Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, RG3, Randall Cunningham. All of them, at some point, were top 10 fantasy quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts was, like I said, he was the quarterback nine last year. In Russell Wilson's third season, Russell Wilson scored... 327 fantasy points in a season. Lamar Jackson in his third season, 332 fantasy points in his season. Randall Cunningham's third season was 270 points in 12 games. Tyler Murray's third season was 287 points in 14 games. Jalen Hurts' second season, he scored 303 points in 15 games. And now going into his third season, being on this list of quarterbacks, and we know what they've done in their career, at least early in their career, Russian quarterbacks don't have a long shelf life. He has he has projections to take a leap and be in the top three in the running for the top three quarterbacks. I mean, Russian quarterbacks are so valuable too. I mean, like you can't really they will put up points for you, man. Like I mean, even if they throw a couple picks, you know, like Kyler Murray wasn't incredible last year, but in fantasy, man, he still put up some numbers, man. Like because just like what they give you on the ground too, and it's like Jalen Hurts, like. You know, like, he's already shown he can do that. So, you know, he can already give you value just as a rusher alone. He's done that. We've seen that already. What it's going to come down to is that even if he can throw 20 touchdowns, actually 22 touchdowns, you know, a couple of those, you know, a couple more touchdowns, you know, I mean, you could really have something. I could definitely see him finishing as a top-five quarterback. But, I mean, it's a little bold. But, I mean, I could see it happening. But those guys give you value. I mean, you could be getting a guy who puts up Josh Allen like numbers, but you have to take Josh Allen in the third round, even second round, maybe, you know, depending on your league. 
you know, Jalen Hurts, you can get him at a great value. Yeah, I was just going to say, you can get him later. Like, he's probably going in the sixth or seventh round in most drafts, and you're paying up for Josh Allen in probably the third round, possibly second. I yeah, see, I mean... I mean, he could go in that range. He's that good. I mean, Pat Mahomes is expensive. Yeah. Justin yeah. Herbert's expensive. Jalen Hurts, he's going after those guys. Lamar Jackson is going to be expensive as well. And, I mean, yeah. I'm a big fan of Lamar Jackson this season, but still... I mean, because I mean, he's gonna be there's gonna be a big price tag on him this year. You know, people are expecting them to have a huge year. I mean, Lamar Jackson wasn't a great passer. No, and then he wins the MVP in his his second year. So, and I I I don't see why Jalen Hurts can't do something similar. I wouldn't say I'm not gonna project him to have a historic season, but he's gonna have improvements. And I don't know. What do you think, Sam? No, I mean, yeah, I agree. I don't think it's going to be anything historic. I mean, but it also comes down to, are we talking about top five fantasy quarterbacks in general? Or are we talking about top five fantasy rushing quarterbacks? Just in general. Just in general. If we're going off of in general. It's all all the points count. Right. That's true. The way I think about it, though, if I'm going off of that, I definitely see him top five. Top three, I think it's going to be a little bit hard because Josh Allen's probably going to finish the QB one. And then you got to figure you still got, even though points wise, QB is going to take hits. I highly doubt Patrick Mahomes is going to be as bad as Patrick Mahomes was last year. Last year, with the amount of picks he threw, even though it wasn't a ton, that's still an off year. But at the same time, it really comes down to, I see him probably definitely finishing top five if he can become a decently accurate quarterback. I don't know, though, because Mahomes just lost Tyreek, and now his, his number one wide receiver is Juju now. And, I mean, he still got Kelsey, sure, but, I mean, the Chiefs' running game is not great. Their offensive line is not great. I, I can see Mahomes no. not being like not being great this no, year. No, you're right. Like, you're I absolutely can... right. And that's what I mean when it comes down to the variables of like how QBs are going to play. Because it's really hard for, I mean, at least for me in my case, it's hard for me to sit here and look at what Jalen Hurts did and be like, okay, he's going to go from, yeah, he was the QB9. But it's going to be really hard to jump from the QB9 to the QB, like a top three QB. But to be honest, though, if you're drafting the QB, say he finishes in the QB7 through 9 range again, if you draft that in the 8th round, oh, that's, that's awesome value. That's you know, that's, you're getting that in the 8th round. That's great value for him. I think, I definitely agree with Hurts. I definitely think, I mean, obviously the QB1, that's his absolute ceiling. But, you know, I definitely agree he could take a big leap and be great, without mm-hmm. a doubt. He's definitely got the work ethic to do it. We've, we've seen that. Yeah. I mean, if you take him in the 6th or 7th round and he turns out to be... The quarterback two or three, like, are you going to be mad with that? No, that's no, incredible value because not at all. You're still not having to take, you know, a Josh Allen or a Lamar, you know. I think earlier, if you build your team up correctly around Jalen Hurts and he takes that leap, he can. I I I think you could definitely see him on a lot of championship teams this year, without a doubt. Oh, 100 percent. I definitely agree with you, especially if you go, you know running back early, you know, you get your big guns early. You don't go Josh Allen or Mahomes or anybody like that. You know, you kind of, not punk quarterback, but like, you know, you're you're not afraid to, you know. Take a shot. Yeah, yeah. you know, definitely. Well, it's all one big shot. I mean, it's it's pretty much a crapshoot at some point at, later in the draft. So you just got to take your shots. Yeah, and I mean, the Eagles were already 12th in, in points per game last year, just total points per game. Now you add A.J. Brown to the mix. You know, you add another, you know, offseason of Devontae to the mix. You know, like, who knows? I'm sure Goddard, you know, will take a little bit of a leap, too. So, you know, you already have the number one offensive line in the league. 
You know, you have a good running game no matter who the running back is. We've seen that. You know, the Eagles could be a damn good fantasy team this year. Like, I mean, I, I don't know if anybody's really going to take over and dominate. Like, but, I mean, especially Jalen, like, he could really, like... I, I really... I believe in him because the Eagles have the second easiest schedule. In the, yeah, they do. Yeah, they, do. they do have another thing, too, um, about their schedule. They actually have the seventh easiest schedule against receivers as well, which is pretty big for AJ and Devontae. But honestly, even as an Eagles fan, I think AJ Brown is off my board. Yeah, Agreed. I'm not really crazy about him. Absolutely agree. Um, I just think of where you have to draft him. It's too... Like, you're better off taking Devontae in round six or seven. I you think know? so. Because, you know, you know, um, A.J. Brown, you know, he was the wide receiver, you know, last year he was the wide, re- or I'm sorry, this season he's ranked as the wide receiver 11, you know, so borderline top 10, top 15 player, you know, so you're going to have to pick him in like the beginning of the third round. And to be honest, even like our one league is 14 teams. Yeah. You might have to take him in the second round if you really love him that much. And that's that's way too high. Way too high. He's also yeah. had two years in a row of missing time with injury. He's also finished on a top 24. Um, he, he He's only finished as a top 24 receiver on a per game basis one time in the past three years. So every year he's in the league. There's only one time he's done that. Hmm. So, you know, his red zone touchdown percentage was very low last year. You know, and for a big body, you know, you expect, you know, that to be a little higher. You know, he would, you know, he, you know, and it's like he's coming from Tennessee where he had a massive target share. And now he's coming here, you know, he had a 27% target share in Tennessee. He's not getting that here. You know, Devontae had 22% last year. You know, and he was our only wide receiver yeah. you could really count on. So, he's due, like, I mean, regression is, I, I mean, I honestly think it's imminent. Like, like I, I, I think it's, I think it's easily, you know, a sign of regression. Now, I will admit, there is a world where Jalen Hurts makes this magical leap and A.J. Brown is a wide receiver one. He's a top 10 wide receiver one. And I just, there is, there is a possibility for that, but I just don't really see that for the price of his ADP. In the third round, I think it's, 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 it's a little too expensive for me. Right. Yeah, it's, you're taking a really big hit because it's like you said, I mean, to be honest, this is probably the best situation A.J. Brown's been in offensively. I mean, he's only been on the Tennessee Titans and they have Derrick Henry and him pretty much. That's it. Now he comes to a team where there's other targets around him. I mean, Tennessee had an okay tight end last year, but now you have Dallas Goddard, who's been pretty much in the top 15 for fantasy tight end since he came into the league. I mean, I will say Dallas Goddard is definitely better than anybody the Titans have That's right what I'm now, saying. And then he's also end. next to another top-notch wide receiver in Devontae Smith. So now, like you said, it could be he's not going to get the same target share, but defense is now have to cover three guys instead of just him. That, that is true, but I will say, though, Ryan Tannehill statistically is more accurate than Jalen Hurts is. So that's the thing. You're still you really are counting on a leap from Jalen Hurts' arm. And, like, like we, we've all seen, like, he has, like, the drive to do it. But it's just, like, if he really can do it. Like, well, I... Can I butt in real quick? I think the, uh, the problem with Jalen Hurts is, well, when talking about the passing with the wide receivers, is he's going to run the ball over 100 times in a season. Yeah. Yep. He already did that last he, year. He runs the ball probably 
seven to ten times a game, and yep. that takes away from A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, and Dallas Goddard, and any passing to the running back, so, because he's a rushing quarterback, and I'd, I don't know, I just can't buy into A.J. Brown. Like, there's other receivers I would like that are going to be on losing teams that will pass more and get yeah. more targets. Yeah, like, guys in that range, like, I'm taking C.D. Lamb 100% over A.J. Brown. I'm, I, like, there's just guys in that range I'd way rather have. Like, even Mike Evans, I'd probably I rather put take. put Cooper up there. I, I just. No, because, well, if Deshaun Watson is suspended. Yeah, I don't know. What's good. We don't. That whole offense know, yeah. outside of Chubb is off my board. I, to me, even Chubb might take a little hit this year because, like, if Deshaun Watson doesn't play, man, like, I, I really, think, I really I mean, feel he's been like with Baker. who's who's the no, starting like, quarterback I really feel if Deshaun like, Watson doesn't start? I don't know what. Who's even the starter for Cleveland? Oh, Jacoby Brissett. Oh, oh, oh that's yeah, right. I, I forgot. I see. I was about to say that. So mm. he's still fucking hanging in there. Yeah, I mean, the Jacoby Brissett's not the worst. He's option. Like, like, like he's a good backup. Yeah, like he's. So in other words, what I just heard is Cleveland's David Njoku's ADP kind of just shot up. <laughs> David Njoku resets the starter. Yeah. Yeah. No. You think he? You think so? Jacoby Brissett. Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. Get it out. Uh, thank you. He throws the tight ends a lot. Jack Doyle had one of his best years when he was chilling over there on the Colts for a little bit. Ah. Uh, That's what but, I'm saying. And every team he goes to. What, Jack wasn't Doyle. what wasn't Andrew Luck still the quarterback when Jack Doyle was good that it was year? The year it was Jack Doyle was good with Andrew Luck, and then it was the year when Andrew Luck retired. Jack Doyle, he wasn't oh, the great. Year he retired. He had, a, he yeah, had an okay year. Yeah, I forgot about the year because Jacoby Brissett is yeah. one of those. Oh wow, everything's covered. Bailout, and the bailout's always the tight end. So well, I'm not yeah, you're saying not, take David like, Njoku high, but. But I mean, like he's Amari there, Cooper, like the tenth round or the ninth round. Said, what you're saying, no, is you like Amari Cooper. Is what I, you're saying. I feel like the tight end this. is going to be more useful in Cleveland. I feel like the two people that are going to benefit if Deshaun Watson's out. If Deshaun Watson plays, it's Amari Cooper. If Deshaun Watson doesn't play, it's going to be the tight end and Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's kind of like that floater in any situation where no matter what, he's always going to well, be a top guy. But I would say this: I would rather have no eyes. And be stranded on a, an, a a deserted island somewhere with no food and no legs than draft David Njoku. That's your opinion. Go for it. Yeah. That's just that's just what I feel. You just... That's, you, Cleveland extended him for a reason. I'm not a big I fan just of... I think he stinks. I'm not a big fan of Cleveland's offense in general, to tell you the truth, this season. I mean, the Kareem Hunt still exists. I mean, like, he's he's going to be there to be annoying. You I, know? And, like, he he has fantasy value on his own. But, like, obviously, like, if you have Nick Chubb, he's annoying. But yeah. he has fantasy value on his own also. But I don't think either one of them, it's not enough to warrant taking them where you have to. Like, I don't think so. Like, it, it, like, the upsides you get with both of them, yeah. I, I don't think it warrants their price tag. Because Nick Chubb, it's still the second round. And to be honest, man, like, I'm taking DeAndre Swift, you know, 100% over Nick Chubb. Oh, 100%. Well, we're talking about running back. Javante, 100%. Javante, 100 Why don't we talk about the Eagles' backfield? Oh, yeah. What's Not that? going near it with a 10-foot pole. I don't I know. I, I understand. Yeah. I, I get where you're coming from. So, the Eagles' backfield, in 2021, they had 550 rushes. 
they rushed for 2,715 yards, and they scored 25 touchdowns on the ground in 2021. So if you think about what they did on the defense, they added Hassan Reddick, James Bradbury, N'Kobe Dean, Jordan Davis. You're adding all these players to your defense, and you're improving it, which is probably going to lead to more turnovers. More stops, more sacks. Jaquiski uh, Tart, too. Oh, yeah. Him, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we I just got him. him. Yep, fixes the, fixes the one issue they had at safety, too. We already have Darius Slay. We yep. have Brandon Graham coming back. Fletcher Cox is still there, even though he had a down year. He's still there. Uh, we're going to have more turnovers and stops that will leave more scoring opportunities for the offense. That's why I'm kind of more, that's why I was more high on Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Because I think with the, the easy schedule they have and the improved defense that they have, like, I think they might have the best defense in. No, they definitely. On I, paper. Yeah, I agree. They definitely do because I in mean, the NFC of, East. Oh, yeah. And well, off of what said, you that's said, not too hard to do. Not going off, you said, <laughs> you got to think, though, the Eagles, going back to what you said about the turnovers, they had a total of seven interceptions last year as a team. Yeah. And one guy was responsible for three of them. We didn't have a lot of sacks and we, either last nope. year. The league leader, or the league leader, the team leader in sacks was split between two guys. It was Sweat and it was Hargrave. They both had 7.5. Yeah, which is like okay, which which is, is good. Like, it's okay, but it's not like, it's not enough. Like, obviously the Eagles have always had a good defensive line. And it's kind of yep. always, it seems like it's something they pride themselves in, to be honest. Like, they're it's always. It's philosophy. Yeah. That's what they do. They always want to build Offensive line and defensive line trenches win. So that's what they think. But anyway. With all these, you know, additions to the defense and what potentially it's going to be is obviously creating more scoring opportunities. Miles Sanders is a man who scored zero touchdowns. He had a donut. Mm-hmm. He scored zero touchdowns last year. Donut. And he played, I don't remember the number of games. I think he played 13 or 14. Yep. Something like that. Zero touchdowns. And... I think that's obvious. There's going to be touchdown, positive touchdown regression. And he's going late, like probably seventh, eighth, ninth round, maybe. I think he possibly could be a value later in the draft. I know you you say you wouldn't touch him. I don't blame you. The only but. reason I say I wouldn't touch him is because I'm really not trying to have Miles Sanders break off a 95-yard run just for Jalen Hurts to steal the touchdown. <laughs> that- that because when you happen. think about it, that's really what happened a lot last year was yeah. Miles Sanders would take a few carries, get them down the field. Once they got inside the red zone or inside the 15, it was touchdown, Jalen Hurts, and that's <laughs> all it was. And that's the issue that I have with it. It's not saying that Miles Sanders is bad. I mean, he's a pretty good, he's a decent running back. It's just he's not, after what happened last year with getting no touchdowns, it's one thing if you get like one to three, but if you're getting no touchdowns, that's an issue. But I will say like that has to have some positive regression, though, right? I'm saying like, it's 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 possible because I think he's. I mean, he kind of does stink, but <laughs> I think he will have the opportunity to do things in this offense, yeah. especially with the improvements that they've made. But there's no way he doesn't. He scores zero touchdowns because again. It's not season. like they added anybody else. They have. True. They got rid of Jordan Howard. They have. That also frees up 87 carries in the backfield. True. They didn't add anybody. They added an undrafted, what was it, Kennedy Brooks? I think that was his name. I think so. They didn't draft anybody. Undrafted free yeah. agent. 
They, they didn't sign any. Boston Sky. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. So he's still there. They free up nearly almost 100 carries in the backfield. That's got to go to some. Oh, I'm sorry. Gainwell. Gainwell's still there. I don't think Gainwell's going to take over the spot. I think it's just them too, though, right? It's just Sanders uh, and Gainwell. Yeah. Sanders and Gainwell. I don't think Gainwell did enough last year to, to really show, like, to really, like, automatically be the guy to have behind Miles Sanders. I don't like, think I don't, so either. Really, he didn't play that much. And even when he did, like, he had a lot of fumbles. Uh, yeah. Drops, you know, like, and like, they used him as a receiving back primarily, you know. A couple drops, some fumbles, you know. I mean, I, I don't really think he did enough to really prove he's the guy to have right now behind Miles Sanders. I mean, Miles Sanders should still be, you know, I don't want to say a bell cow, but he's going to get most of the work unless he gets hurt, which I he think, does do that often. So last year, Gainwell out-targeted Sanders 50 to 34. Like, I think he's going to get a lot of the passing work. And Sanders, he's just going to get first, second, first and second downs. Yeah. Possibly goal line. I don't know. I mean, do you think they would give that to Gamewell? Like I said, I I don't think he did enough to really like they all all the Eagles running backs are kind of fucking mid. Like they're just and that's, they really are. That's man. why I'm that's why I'm saying I feel like Jalen Hurts is going to be stealing a lot of the touchdowns because I mean even if you Miles Sanders is probably the one that gets the goal line work. Truthfully, well, I mean, I don't there's know no way else, they give it to Gainwell. I I don't there's know who no else way. would like. Who else would like? Who else is there to get the goal line work right exactly. now? Exactly, like, they have nobody. So it would. Ha- it has no choice. It would have to be Miles Sanders to get the goal line work. I could easily see Jalen Hurts getting ten rushing touchdowns again this year. I know you said something know. about that earlier, but I, I can really I just see. feel like it's very hard for a quarterback to do it back to back. It is, but think about it though. Think about what we just talked about with how mid our fucking backfield is. Like Miles Sanders did just score zero TDs last year, even if it is positive regression. Like I said earlier. That could be three touchdowns. That's still not good. You know, so it's like Jalen Hurts can still easily, I repeat, a 10-touchdown year. Like, I don't think there's, yeah. mu- there, he's, there's not much challenging him for those rushing touchdowns. Like, because his, let's face it, he's great at extending the play. I mean, I saw plenty of times last year how awesome he was at getting out of the pocket. Sometimes he, he would break out a little too early, but he's still young. You know, but, like, I see it there. Like, I, I I see the potential there. Like, he definitely showed a couple flashes, especially of, like, his mobility. He looked like, like, Diet Russell Wilson. Yeah. Diet Russell Wilson. I want to yeah. say, like, I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to compare him to Russell. Uh, I'm not trying to say he's Russell Wilson, but he, like, Russell Wilson, like, like, he looked like Russell Wilson with his, like, escape ability and, like, extending the play. Now, now that Russell Wilson's got a cannon. That guy throws the best D ball, dude. That like, now Jalen Hurst doesn't have the arm, but the mobility he's got. I feel like his arm's a little underrated. I mean, he can he. Oh, he can sling that son of a bitch. Don't worry. He but... can load it up. He 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 can launch it like a little bit. He's just not very. He's not accurate. I was about to say it doesn't dude. really matter if you launch it if the dude ain't catching it. It don't matter. His... I fucking love watching the games. And, like, the old heads are like, this guy fucking stinks. Get him <laughs> off the field. Uh, uh, dude, my grandpa's like, you stink. Get like, out. old Philly get fans out. He are says, be brutal. Get out. Brutal. Uh, they are brutal. South Philly Italians, man. Oh, your fucking household. Oh, my God. During dude, the games. Nobody shots the fuck. Your oh, grandfather, man. he's like, 
What a what a goddamn dope this guy what is. What a dope. He, this guy fucking stinks. He's easy. He, just like, get out. Oh, get out. Get the fuck out of here. He watches the Phillies. He, he's just like, oh, you swing at that. He's like, <laughs> I fucking hear him from my room, yo. He he, he lives with us. Um, <laughs> he's, he's, um, he's very cynical about the Eagles. It's because all he ever knew was losing. And like, he couldn't even believe we won the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Oh, like, yeah. I still don't think he could, like, all he ever knew was just Donovan McNabb, this, and just, you know, his whole life was losing. That's pretty much all Philly fans. Honestly, yeah, it's pretty rough to be. I mean, like, the Eagles are kind of our only hope right now. I mean, like, the Sixers. I think the Sixers are, I mean, I'm not talking about the Sixers right now. No. no I, think just they, I think the yeah, Eagles can win the East. Yeah. Because I think all the team, all the other teams, Cowboys, Giants, and Oh, no, yeah, the Eagles on paper. I don't see why they can't win the NFC East. I mean, like, the Cowboys will obviously challenge them 100%. The boys. Well, uh, look, I'm not saying they're going to, like, do anything in the playoffs because we know they never do, but... It's going to be between the Eagles and Cowboys. Yeah, like, the Eagles... The Cowboys been. will challenge us for the division. Their defense is going to get way better. I mean, like, you got another year of improvement from Michael Parsons. I mean, he's... The, the guy's a complete fucking anomaly. Like, I've never seen anybody like Michael Parsons before. So... I mean, we got probably... Four or five games... Like against the Cowboys and Giants and uh, Commanders, where our offensive line, which is probably number one in the NFL, is just gonna maul these guys and like just gash them in the run game. So I don't know. Gainwell, I I I'm more interested in Gainwell. He's going in like round twelve to thirteen. Yeah, he's, he's a, going late. He's as fuck. free almost. You know, like he's getting drafted. Truthfully, like really? I would, he's a guy I, I don't mind at the end of the draft just because of his receiving. Well, I guess like, maybe as a handcuff too, if you get Miles Sanders, seeing maybe. As how he dies every other day. Probably go ahead and draft him. Yeah, just dude, to be he safe. had like no ankles last year. Yeah, every time he went to go start him, it was either Q D. Every single time. Oh, dude, Miles Sanders. I had Miles Sanders in our uh, in the free agency league last year. Dude, every single week he was he was hurt. Like, like you didn't it's know if he was going to play or not. Thing when you get to a certain point in the year, and it's just Q, like P Q Q L D. Remember the fucking remember spending. Were you the one last year whose everybody on their bench had a letter next to their name? No, I think that was, was Matt. That, that might have been Matt last year. Um, the, or well, it's usually Big B. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know it was me two years ago in the free agency league. Christian McCaffrey died. I had like five O's on my bench and then two D's. It was brutal. Do you remember um, the one year in the free agency league, Nick changed his team name? It was like P's and Q's or something. Because, yeah. Uh, his whole team was just questionable. But yeah, no, actually going back, because it actually kind of just reminded me. Going back to what you said about with Jalen Hurts and how he plays. They improved their defense. They still made playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. So if anything, the improvements are their defensive. Even if Jalen Hurts, let's say Jalen Hurts takes no improvement at all and he plays the exact same, their defense got better, which means you're still probably going to win the same amount of games, if not more, especially considering how easy the schedule is. Because the number one team that gave Jalen Hurts the most difficulty last year, if I remember, if I remember correctly, it was the Buccaneers. I'm pretty sure that was the team where he played oh, yeah. his worst game by far. I mean, yeah, he and did not can't even really good. blame him for that because they arguably have about three Hall of Famers on that defense alone. We'll Not talking about the offense that they have. Yeah, I, I will say this. This this was my my worry about Jalen Hurts is that 
the Eagles could totally fucking suck this year. Yeah. If defenses take the tape from the Buccaneers game in the playoffs and they completely figure out Jalen Hurts. Like, that is my worry. No, like, I, uh, that there's a chance that he just flat out fucking can't play. There could be. You know, I definitely think there's a chance. I feel uh, like but, it's slim, though. To be honest, I think he just works too hard. Like, yeah. you can tell the guy's a workhorse. No, like, he's a workhorse. I mean, still, there's lots of guys that... Every guy in the NFL works hard. Like, you can't... Yeah, to a certain degree. Like, yeah. you to obviously degree. have to work hard, yes. But, but I, I feel like Jalen Hurts isn't, like... I would agree with you 100% if Jalen Hurts came across as one-dimensional. But he doesn't seem like he's one-dimensional. No. He's not like... and He just again, needs time to grow. Not trying to be a hater or anything, but really, when you look at it, Lamar Jackson, he's better at running than he is throwing. Well, yeah, I mean... Granted, last that. year, you know, Hollywood Brown decided to drop, like, I think it was like a total of seven touchdowns. Oh, dude, he dropped so many But touchdowns. at the same time, it's like, you when you watch Jalen Hurts, you look at his arm and you go, okay, the arm's there. With Lamar Jackson, it's like he doesn't even think the throw. It's more, okay, I'm going to wait, look two seconds. If my primary guy's closed off, I'm just going to take off and go. And I feel like that's the issue is that Jalen Hurts is very one-dimensional, like not one-dimensional. Well, Lamar Jackson's more towards the one-dimensional line. Like if Lamar Jackson went up against that Buccaneers defense, oh, God. Lamar really does have a cannon. Now they just don't really let him throw that much. But is it that they like, don't let him throw that much or is he's choosing to do it? I will it? say he is not the most accurate. Like, he has some accuracy issues too, but he does have a cannon. Lamar, like I've seen him lo- load it up and throw bombs before. He, can, he does. He can, he can sling especially it. Especially to Hollywood Brown when he was still there. Like, I mean, yeah, like Hollywood had some drop issues. So he, Lamar could have thrown like five or six more touchdowns to Hollywood Brown last year, you know, if he didn't drop them. So I think Lamar's arm is getting better. But I mean, like... Hurts though, like he tr- like we've seen he tries to throw like so the effort is there at least like he's making an effort to improve that like he's at least trying to throw right. that it doesn't always look pretty last year but you know he would still try yeah yeah I I agree with that also I think this is an important thing to to know about the running backs there's only been. 100 targets distributed among five of them from, like, when Jalen Hurts was playing. Only 100 targets between five running backs. Mm. So, maybe, like, they're they're really only valuable if you get them super late. Yeah. Yeah, it might be tough, too. And they got to be, like, your your third, third or fourth guy. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be starting Miles Sanders every single week with confidence. But they're interesting to look into because there's, I mean, it's the number one offensive line. There's going to be rushing success. Yeah. So it's a matter of who's going to be doing it. So I don't know. I mean, this is my opinion. Yeah. I mean, hey, they already were the number one rushing offense last season. So, you know, I mean, like, you obviously, you want to have a running back from the number one rushing, you know, attack in the league. So, but yeah. I mean, yeah, if you could actually grab Miles Sanders, I mean, I don't know, like, there's a lot of guys that probably take over him in, like, the round four to five range, you know, but if you draw below that, you know, I mean, he's going to get a lot of carries. Like, if you're drafting Miles Sanders in, like, the sixth, seventh round, like, you can't complain if he's going to get, like, over 200 carries or even close to 200. Now, I don't know. He probably won't just because... He's kind of proven he can't play a full season. Yeah. Like we've kind of seen that. He also can't be the three down role. No, because, because he drops. He's and fragile fumbles. too. Like, 
And you're right about the drop issues. 100%. Like, we don't really have anybody that can carry that kind of load, that kind of workload. Yeah, I mean, and I don't, I don't think Gainwell can. No, he, he God, no. He he one hundred percent can't like unless a guy comes out of nowhere for us like unless you know um our undrafted free agent turns into James Robinson again or something you know but I'd be surprised yeah because James Robinson was I think the first guy to ever do that what he did he literally was yeah so yeah. like you know who who knows when we'll see that again that's crazy we'll probably, and the I want to talk about James Robinson for a sec I thought that was so fucking shitty. When they drafted Travis Oh, dude, that was so fucking shitty. It's like, dude, like, you're just going to put him on the back burner now, James Yeah, Robinson, like. And then you draft this guy. He tore his Achilles, right? Was it his Achilles I, or ACL? He, I'm pretty sure Take he a, tore his Achilles. Go, yeah. And then he was out for the whole year. Um, but It to might me, have been an ACL. Well, I know now that they're talking about that they might just move him to a wide receiver. They've been thinking about that. I could see him being so, in, like, the Naheem Hines role. Yeah. Kind of. For them. That would be... Because I'm sorry, but if... You got James Robinson. Okay. If you put James Robinson on the Eagles... Behind our number behind one... Behind our offensive line. offensive line. Yeah, That's I mean, scary. He, Granted, the Jaguars can't do anything right because they're the Jaguars, but, you know. Yeah, like the Jaguars just... I feel like they just sit in the room and they're like, all right, what's the wrongest thing exactly. that we can do? And then they do it. Like, because... I mean, James Robinson, like, you rush for a thousand yards as an undrafted free agent rookie... And then you draft a running back in the fucking first round after, like, and like I mean, I get it, maybe because it's scumbag like Trevor Lawrence's guy or whatever. But in the first round, like, you're gonna, I honestly, like, I'm not like a big advocate for first round running backs anyway. But like, I, I mean, I think it's silly. Yeah, like, I feel like you can get so much value. Yeah. I mean, like, look at Nick Chubb, look at Alvin Kamara, look at Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon, all these guys is proven. So Jonathan Taylor. There's just time it's you don't have to take these guys in the top ten. Nope. You know, like it's just that's I mean, I don't know. I kind of feel like fading running backs in first rounds anymore. Just with injuries and how they split up the work now. Like there's no there's not many guys where they get every single touch in the back yeah. anymore. That's why I'm a big advocate for first round fantasy running backs because I feel like, you know, you gotta get that guy early because the drop off is very significant. Yeah. Like we we grew up like in in this fantasy era, when it was at the tail end of that era, like where there was the three down backs, yeah, we were drafting like Matt Forte, Jamal Charles, AP, Adrian Peterson, Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Foster for that hot minute when he was really really good. Arian uh, Foster. Oh, Arian Foster, you drafted his in the fourth round that I didn't know he was hurt. And he, he was fucking. He was hurt. fucking. Man hurt. comes back, drops twenty six points, same you, game. Walking you out fucking, of the line just tears his ACL again. That was it. You silly fucking. And on the one year when you drafted three tight ends in a row yeah. in um, the TJ League. Yep. Fucking Matt Lacoste. <laughs> that was all the good disgusting. tight ends were gone. I had no I don't choice. Know Every tight end there. that I so thought was going to be out there. throws in a row. Jesus. Terrible. Dart throw, dart throw, dart throw for you. Absolute I'm, dart throws. But, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like getting that guy early is important because, like, the drop-off, it's crazy. Like, it's a very significant drop-off. And it's like, yeah, like, I... There's a huge drop-off. Because it's like you said, there really is, like Brian said, there's really only two guys in the league who get three down work. Yeah. It's Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey like, when pure, he's healthy. like, don't come off the field. Like, I mean, like... Najee Harris. Najee Harris. But, but I mean, like... Well, 
he had one year. If you, I will say that. That's why. Well, Mike Tom, you're not wrong. Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin sure. running backs that were just proven time and time again. I mean, like, Look at look at look at Le'Veon Bell. You know, Le'Veon that was Be- another name back in the day. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell was. Oh man, I remember I had him on my team um one year in the TJ League, and man, he was incredible. Man, like you can count on him for at least twenty every single week. Like Jamal it was Charles. automatic. Yeah, like when Jamal Big B Charles took him and he got nuts, hurt, dude. He was insane. Big B took him first overall, and he tore his tours, uh, tours knee up. Yeah, he tore his ACL after the year. I remember, God, Matt Forte. Yeah. He was a fantasy I, monster. I love dude. Matt Forte, man. He was Matt my, Forte was a fantasy monster. Matt Forte was my first round pick the year that um I won the TJ League. Or I'm um, I'm sorry, the free agency league. Yeah, but you also love Danny Woodhead too. Danny Woodhead was great for get, fantasy. He would just man. get numbs like catches. Catch, catch machine, all, man. Catch like, machine. You could get him later in drafts. You can get him at a value normal. He was always yep. you could count on him to catch the ball to Philip Rivers would always dump him the ball off. Most overrated quarterback in the NFL history. <laughs> I can't believe I he's know. going to be a Hall of Famer. Does he have over like 400 passing touchdowns? He does have a lot. I mean, like, he has I a mean, lot he of yards. He just has numbers, but he didn't fucking... Made the playoffs like, what, three times? Four <laughs> times? He played 20 years, and that's how many times he made the playoffs? Great great quarterback, not a winner, though, I guess yeah, you would say. I, mean, I like, don't know. I guess he hasn't that much to show. I mean, he has the numbers, but I guess in terms of accolades, he hasn't really What's the Hall of Fame? Like, don't you want your guys to have like... All these championships and all these MVPs and everything. True. I mean, what's the standard anymore? Just be like, oh, this guy just put up numbers. Well, I mean, it'd be for Namath's in the Hall of Fame. Hmm? And Joe Namath's in the Hall of Fame, and he didn't I really will say, do. I feel like that's just because it was a different time. That was a different time. Like, though. Joe Namath was probably— He was the first quarterback to throw 4,000 yards, if you true. don't know that. That's true. Yeah, like, if Joe Namath played now, he, he would be, like, Deshaun Kaiser— you know, like if he played oh, now, fucking you know, it, yeah, like he Could probably work. like nobody would, he probably wouldn't be that good. Like back then it was just, there was a different standard for quarterbacks back then. It was a running league, you know, it's a passing league now. I mean, like you got, you got Mahomes throwing passes behind his back and now, you know, with, and, and with his left hand while falling down, yeah. you know, like it's back definitely then. definitely a passing league now. Yeah. Absolutely. Justin Herbert, you know, Josh Allen. You got guys who could throw the ball like 70 yards. That's why I'm I'm considering, like, receivers in the first round now at this point. Just get the best receivers that are there. I don't blame you. I feel like it comes down to your pick. Yeah. Because, like, if you have a top three pick, going off of what Mark said, if you have, like, a top, even a top four pick, if you have a top four pick, you kind of have to take a running back because by the time it comes back to you, you're drafting Leonard Fournette. Yeah, because I will say, too, like, none of these receivers, too, are, like, Except Cooper Cup, definitely. But we will see if what he'll do this year. Like yeah. if he can keep being like, I was gonna bring up Antonio Brown because like back when he was in his prime, man, he was like you would consider him if you had the first pick every yeah. single year. Like you with because he was automatic. Like so, like, if if Cooper Cup, I feel like the only guy that can really be like that is Cooper Cup. Like even as awesome as Justin Jefferson is, like I don't see him being like AB was. Like just, I mean, look, I mean, he, he did just go crazy last year. So who knows? I mean, like, I would love to see that out of him. I mean, but... You could always say Devontae Adams is up there, too, but I just don't trust Derek Carr. I I just don't even know what the Raiders are going to... I don't know exactly. what their offense is going to be like, because they already have Darren Waller, and Darren Waller struggled with injuries last season. Yep. You know, struggled just honestly in general last season. You know, He didn't even get a lot of targets when he played. You know, so... I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. The Raiders are a tough team to predict, I will say. I mean... I like Hunter Renfro because of where you can pick him, where you can draft him. But, I mean, 
Josh Jacobs, you know. If we, I end up with Josh Jacobs in any league, I think I might <laughs> jump off my roof. He's just very, he's a very boring player, Josh Jacobs. No, he's done. I think they're going to be split using a committee now. Do you think they're going to go committee? Who's the other running back that they have? They still have Kenyon Drake or no? No, he oh, no, 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 no. He ago. went to, where did he go? He went to the Cardinals. The Cardinals. No, no, no. Wasn't he just on the Cardinals? He was on the Cardinals. Yeah, they have James Conner still. No, he's on Miami now. Drake. Miami, yeah, right. Yeah, he Miami. went from the Raiders to the Cardinals. Did Jack on Sorry, the Cardinals, fried, and then they everybody. went to uh, yeah, the Dolphins. Is. Yeah, we're quite high. That's kind yeah. of the point of the show. Is just, forgot to mention that. Yeah. So it's I think like that's a, think that's a noteworthy. Thing. <laughs> yeah. So if uh, we uh, go off a little bit, um, you could thank you could thank that. Yeah. So if you enjoy just listening to. Three dudes that are stoned babble on about bullshit that they like. And this is like football and fantasy. Mostly football and fantasy. I mean, there's nothing better than just getting fried for a fucking football game and just watching it. Just, or for our drafts. For our drafts. Oh, man. The drafts are so fun. Why do you think I won the championship? Like, <laughs> you got to draft high, everyone. Yep. It's pretty. It's a formula. It's, a, it's the secret formula. I mean, I will say if you were an over, if you're an overthinker, actually getting high actually really helps. It really does. If you're, because Chef, not checkers. Because I'm an overthinker, 100. I will sit there and I'll be like, like, who the fuck am I gonna pick <laughs> here? Like, I will sit there for ten. Dude, when I'm fried, I go up there, I slap my pick up right away. Like, I don't even fucking like, I don't waste time. You get extra like, confident, like you know, yeah. you're, like that's what I do. I, don't, I take like three seconds to make a pick. Because, like, you just figure it out before then. <laughs> Our draft's over in, like, the fourth round when it comes to the 14-man league. Oh, after yeah. that, That's you're so drafting, after you're that, you're drafting, drafting third-string wide receivers. Fucking garbage. <laughs> I don't even like doing Practice mock drafts. Practice squad players. I don't even like doing mock drafts for the free agency league because this free agency league has 14 teams. So, like, like we said, after, like, the fourth round, you're just picking, like... I, like, I mean, you're picking, like, Devontae Smith in the fourth round. And, there, and like, I... Like, yeah. Every mock draft you do, your team do is so fucking ugly every single time. Like, you have one position that's just awful on your team. Like, oh, yeah. Mock drafts. If you do a mock draft with that big of a league, it will actually psych you out. Like, yeah, because then because you'll start questioning, oh, I really want this guy. And then you'll be like, oh, do I actually want this guy? You really almost just got to go BPA and just try to have, like, a big three. Or, yep. like, a, you kind of just got to have, like, just take the best guys. You Whoever's going to put up the most fantasy points. <laughs> like, yep. Dude, fucking, that league is just, it, it's just a gauntlet. It, it's like, it makes you shell-shocked year after year. It really is a gauntlet. Cause like, and it's like, everybody drafts pretty decent too. So, except when Joe took Mike Evans in the first round last year. I almost vomited. Yeah, I don't know what, that. I was like, Joe, did you mean to do that? Like, did you, were you trying to put he, out my He was like, he was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe I got Tyree killed. I can't believe this. In the second round. Um I got I, I went fucking Travis Kelsey and Joe Mixon. I wanted Travis Kelsey so bad. And, I uh, felt sick doing that, year. but Joe Mixon panned out. Yeah, he, he did. Out. Joe, Joe Mixon, Mixon had his best year. Great last year. It's because I didn't draft him anywhere. You just can't draft anybody who's a big superstar. Same thing happened the year when DeAndre Hopkins know, went off. You took him, that. then he did terrible. Then I took him, and he had his best year. He ever. had his worst year. DeAndre Hopkins. I took him in the first round. Dean took David Johnson, the pick after. He had he had career season. 
Hate to say I it. I think Dean won the championship that year or two, if I remember correctly. Well, it's also our league also always wins off the waiver wires. It's very rarely is a draft. Yeah, yeah you really do, the waivers. Man. I mean, the, somebody's getting injured in a 14-man league. Somebody's I mean, going down. I remember down. you got James Robinson, right, Brian, in free agency. I got James Robinson made the playoffs in 2020. Then last year, I got Elijah Mitchell. Yep. Oh, yeah, that was a big one, Hunter too. Renfro. And having them with Travis Kelsey and Joe Mixon and uh, Kyler Murray. Whenever he decided he wanted to fucking play. He had 100 receptions and last year, didn't he? Who? Who? Renfro? No. Um, didn't he have like 100 extra, receptions for 1,000 yards? I think he did, actually. I thought he had over, he 100, 100, I thought he had over 100 receptions and like 124 targets. That's actually really impressive. I mean, I don't know, Mark. Actually, I don't, I don't keep fucking stats in my asshole. I'm going right, well, to double check I mean, this I don't, to make sure I'm not hammered real quick, but I'm pretty sure he had over 1,000 yards and 100 catches last year. Please do that. Shut up. Yeah, you fucking, <laughs> fucking encyclopedia. Hockeymonkey.com. Hockeymonkey.com. Yeah, he did. 103 receptions. Wow. 1,038 yards and nine touchdowns. Five-yard dump, five dump Yo, he really did. It was just he six averaged yards, yards it was, it was He averaged 10 yards a catch. That's all it was. Yeah. I mean, it, Devontae Smith only averaged, like, he averaged about nine yards a catch last season. But I think that could help him, too, because I think he could do the same where he gets, like, 90 catches for, like, or, like, 100 catches for, like, 1,000 yeah, yards. Absolutely. Because, I mean, Jalen Hurst isn't going to be throwing many, you know, fucking... They had a rookie getting double-teamed last year. He He's not going to be throwing, you know, like 70-yard bombs like Josh Allen. No shot. You know, like, he's not going to be throwing those kinds of passes. So, mm. you know, I mean, I think that can really benefit Devontae Smith. We want a timeout? Do we? Do we? How much? What time I are mean, we at? No way. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's why I was like, do we want to... I thought we were at like 40. Oh. No, we've been Oh, going. yeah, we should definitely time out. Yeah, time out. I mean, do we want to just close it out? I was going like, to say, like, how do we, like, want to do... Like, do you guys want to do an outro or do you just want to... I mean, yeah, I guess we could just do an outro just to, just to finish just, it off. Yeah, finish it off. Yeah. Look. Yeah, Shit. all right. So... All right. Never know. So I know there's been a lot of there's probably some kinks to work out with this and this is our first time on here but I would like to thank anybody that listens to this thank you for listening to us fucking ramble yeah. for yeah. a long ass time we're having fun we so. didn't even realize how long this went on for no I really thought we yeah. were at like I didn't realize we were already at 50 that's wild so yeah I want to say thank you uh, I'm Brian Gold and I'm Tim Stewart I'm Mark Thank you guys for listening to the Fantasy Buds podcast. We're out. We'll see you next time. See you next week.